Hey everyone, it's your girl Reality Squad here. We have some excellent bonus content for you today. We have interviewed a tenant of the family Libby. I always butcher their last name. I think it's Pothast or Pothast family. Um, and this uh, tenant just gives her experience with what it's been like renting from this family. So enjoy the interview and make sure you guys follow us on our Instagram page at 90 Days on Fire Podcast. From there, you can follow each of us individually, and we are always going to bring you the hottest tea. Enjoy the interview, you guys. share your story I mean it sounds like a nightmare what you've been through already so yeah it's um it's been pretty interesting and you're there right now right this is where yeah. you're oh wow yeah we actually oh, wow. literally I just went out and got the mail and there was a letter for the final hearing oh my goodness September so so I'm not sure exactly what it is um it's I mean it's for them, they won't, so I'm not allowed to go or be a part of it because I'm technically, technically not listed as a tenant. Mm. Um, they have the previous tenant's name and then there is mail that comes in for unknown tenant, which I guess that could be me. Mm -hmm. um, and it comes in for the previous owner of the house. So there was this guy, Jason, that owned the house and then CDC, which is Daniel's company. Um, it was Chuck's and then he, I guess, gave it to Daniel. I'm not sure on that. Um, they got listed as trustee. Hmm. So they were supposed to be the ones that cover everything and they're not real quickly just so that we bring everyone up to speed you rent from the I guess pot pothas pothas uh family family <laughs> family Libby you are yeah. a tenant uh <laughs> one of the houses that they own and you have been having a lot of problems yes the long and the short of it <laughs> correct from the day we moved in okay. how long have you lived there we moved in on November 15th okay and you signed a lease and all of that and yep so we couldn't see we lived in Clearwater and it's a four and a half hour drive to Tallahassee so I had come up here for work and I drove by the place and it was really nice outside like the yard looked good we have two dogs so we were you know we really wanted a yard and the pictures online looked really good so I just I called and I actually talked to Chuck and um he's sending all your information and then he emailed me and we're like you're approved so we just sent the money signed the lease and showed up 
and that's where it all began. <laughs> you've all, you've submitted um, like a security deposit. How did you do? Was it like yeah, first it was, and a half months rent? It was first, last, and security. So wow. they got wow. about four thousand dollars. So they right have there. four thousand dollars of yours just kept to the side, just in case, right? Well, oh yeah, and the pet deposit. Sorry, my wife's over here writing notes. <laughs> um, there was the pet deposit too. So the first month rent, obviously, that went to rent, and mm -hmm. then it was twelve hundred for last month's rent, um, and then twelve hundred for security. Which, from what I've read, nobody ever gets their security deposit back from them at all. Oh, wow. okay. And then a dog fee or the pet fee, which I think was a hundred per pet, okay. $200. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. So you moved in in November. When did, was it right off the bat issues or did, was it just unresponsive when you had maintenance requests or how did you figure out that this was a problem? So literally we they had a lockbox on the door gave us the code we unlocked the door walked in and we're like oh, holy crap it was not like you couldn't live in it there was dog feces urine everywhere on the walls there was wow. it, it stunk like i mean obviously the people that lived here before they smoked but the, the smell of the animals, the smell of smoke, the walls were a mess, the carpets were disgusting. I mean, there were teeth marks, human teeth marks mm. in the blinds. Oh my gosh. Like, it was bad. So we- Sorry to laugh, I'm just- this is No, crazy. it's, and yeah. There's, yeah. there's stuff that we saw that we couldn't help but laugh. We're like, really like, there's, and it wasn't low, so it wasn't like, oh, I can actually, let me see, there's a bite mark. Can you see right there? Oh, a little God. bit, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my well, gosh. We're, <laughs> we're not paying for blinds. That, they're, they're no, no, no. <laughs> so, but I mean, all of the windowsills were chewed from their dogs, all the doors, like there were doors that were completely broken and ripped off. So- brother did a lot right to fix yes. the home up as much what did your brother do and how much did that cost him well so we called and they they answered and um we said like what's going on and he's daniel's like oh you didn't you didn't see the house before you moved in and we were like no i told you that like we lived four and a half hours away and he's like well if you would have seen it you would have known and i've had people that came and looked at the house and never complained about anything <laughs> so I sent him a bunch of pictures and after I sent him the pictures he was like oh I'm really sorry about that let me call Megan and which is Libby's sister-in-law let me call Megan and see what she says then he calls back and said that they had a cleaning crew in two cleaning crews in they had people that shampooed the carp like it, it was just a bunch of bull so we made a list and um we didn't move anything in we went to bed like we kind of went to bed we all camped out and um next morning woke up called him he said that they would pay for the paint things like that which they did but 
it's two days worth of work that my brother did. Like he had to go into the bathrooms and repair the little vent fans, um, smoke detectors, there were none. Little things, I mean, repair the walls, there was holes in the walls. They had bed frames, parts of bed frames hanging on the wall that I guess they were using like to hang their flat screens. We're not really sure. So there was, it was minor repairs that we did, but mm -hmm. we still had to do that. And so my brother sent them a bill and that was pretty much the last time that any of us heard from them. When was that? That was November 16th. November? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you yeah. have not in nine months heard from your landlords? If So we've had a couple of problems. Um, trying to think of what we had. We had the hot water went for the first two months. It would last maybe 15 minutes. So I talked to or texted Daniel because he never answers his phone mm -hmm. um, and doesn't call back. He'll only text me. Um, mm -hmm. Told him what was going on and his response was, I'll have a maintenance man contact you. And I think that's been three times the last time. When did he come to fix the ceiling? was February. Mm -hmm. February. We had uh, the access up to the attic. It's just a piece of wood and it fell. And so we called and he, or we texted and he said, he'll have the maintenance man out. And that's when the maintenance man came and said, y'all need to leave. So it seems like Chuck uh, was the first one to reach, uh, you spoke to and yeah. said, you're moving in, you got approved. So he did all that in the beginning. He yeah. also uh, took your security deposit and your first month and last month. And after that, you don't hear from Chuck anymore. You're dealing I with Daniel now. Chuck, I, it was right before we moved in, like a week before I had a question about, I don't even remember what the question was about. Um, when I called him, he answered, it was, it was a week. Yeah, it was about a week. Um, he answered and he said, I'm really sorry but I'm in Moldova for my daughter's wedding. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So if you can call my son, Daniel, he's going to help deal with the house now. Okay. So just to clarify, uh, Daniel is one of Chuck's sons. Yes. So he's, he's uh, Libby's brother. Correct. Um, okay. And Perfect. I think he's married to Megan. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. I just know that they work together with everything. And they were kind of the points of contact for you, you said? Uh, never was, Megan. Never Megan. Okay. He would talk, he would call her whatever with Megan, but I only okay. had Daniel, his number. Well, Chuck's too, but. Okay. So to start off with, you rent this house and you get there and it's unlivable. You have unlivable livable conditions. So that right off the bat is unfortunate to say the least yeah. but then you were you were telling tote that they you were starting to get letters about failure to pay or can you elaborate on that february yeah we got a the first beautiful thick envelope <laughs> of them saying that the mortgage was not being paid and I'm trying to find all the information, but um, it was to show cause why defendant CDC Capital Investments as trustee 
should not make monthly payments or provide adequate protection during the pendency of the foreclosure proceedings. Hmm. So they were trying to say that they shouldn't have to pay the mortgage because they're a trustee, but that was the reason of it. And you moved in in November, so this happened in February. Correct. And I did speak to, on this past Friday, um, the past, the last tenant that was here, and he came to pick up a package. It was really weird, but um, I asked him if he knew who he rented from. He said he didn't remember. I said the name, and he's like, that's them. And I said, did you have any problems with them? <clears throat> Excuse me. And he said that they had tons of problems and that it was, they were supposed to move out in November. Mm. So we actually, the home wasn't going to be ready until December, but they moved out a month early because they started getting letters for six months, mm -hmm. for about six months saying that the home was going into for, or going into pre-foreclosure. And I know you talked about how you've spoken to the police and you had to call the cops because of what was going on. Can you speak about that and what the cops advised you guys to do? Yeah. Um, so we had talked to, when all of this started, my mom doesn't really work. So she, <laughs> I work a lot. So she was calling around and helping us to see what we could do. Um, and she called the um, court system over here in Tallahassee. And they told her that we should get a police report yeah. stating what's happening so that if they try to come after us, we have something to back us up saying we've tried, but here's what's happening. Um, so Friday, when we got the final letter, we called um, the police department and they said that they weren't going to do a full report, yeah. that they were just going to make note of it against the address um but they advised us to not pay cdc they told us to put the money to the side put in a separate account so that if we have to go to court we can show we were willing to pay our rent but we didn't want to pay to somebody that wasn't paying the mortgage and just keeping the money that's actually really smart so you're <laughs> at the at this point putting all the money for rent towards an escrow account or something like that in this yeah, way. Okay. So the 15th, this will be the first time we're not paying them directly because we've always paid. Um, and our rent's due on the 15th of August. So that, that rent check will go into the savings account. So you had mentioned that you just got another letter. Uh, is what, what is your status in the home? Are you legally allowed to be there? Are you supposed to vacate the property what what are you what's Not your options yet. um that was another thing that the police said that they technically can't evict us because they're really not the owners anymore um because of it going through the court system it's going to be the bank's property um, they told us to stay here as long as we can until the bank shows up and says either they're going to allow us to stay and fulfill the lease or they have a new owner and then the new owner will say you know you have to go or whatever is that because the home is being foreclosed that yes. now it's becoming the bank's issue? yes interesting that their family would do that 
you know, and that you have not heard from Chuck or Megan or Daniel, that they're just allowing this to go through. And I've asked them, I've messaged him, because like I said, he doesn't call back or answer. Um, I've messaged him and said, we've gotten letters. We've gotten letters from the HOA here saying that they hadn't paid the fees. And I have messaged him about that. He's like, oh, I'll let Megan know. Um, and then I started messaging him about all the court documents and no response. When did he say about the HOA fees? When was this the most recent time? March. Wow. Around so March. We haven't gotten anything since then. So maybe they paid that. <laughs> I'm not sure. Have you tried contacting HOA um, just about yeah. the problems on the inside? And We've tried. Um, the lady is... We'll just say she's a Karen. <laughs> so we called and um, she didn't answer. No voicemail picked up. I tried to call again. Um, and then she answered and screamed in her phone, stop calling my number and hung up. Wow. wow. Besides, um, besides the police, have you sought any legal counsel or anything like that? Um, I have a call in to a lawyer. Um, I actually just did that this past week, I don't know what day, um, but a friend of mine, it was a police officer in the state of Florida, um, and she actually had just advised us on a legal program that they have here that it's, in the beginning, it's free. Um, it's a legal aid that it is new attorneys or pro bono attorneys that will help you and give you, you know, pretty much anything that they can. And then from there, if it develops into a case and can cost money, then they will still do it. And then at the end, you would have to pay a fee. So I, we're sending in the paperwork actually today for that to see. You're really in limbo here. You don't know what, whether or not you're gonna stay in this place, how long, and you, not only do you have pets, you have all your belongings there, you moved four hours away. So we're, we really feel for you at this point. I appreciate it. One thing um, I saw on Tote's uh, post when you uh, you were communicating with her is that the maintenance man um, advised you that this was a famous family. Did that yeah. spark your, had you ever watched the show before 90 yeah. Day Fiance? Okay. Yeah, we, we always, like we've watched mm -hmm. all of it from the beginning. Um, and when I first saw the name, I was like, no, it can't be like, it's, it's in Tallahassee, they're Tampa, like whatever. And then when I talked to Chuck the first time, the um, house was listed and it said Charles. So when I called and I said, hi, Charles, I'm talking, and he's like, oh, you can call me Chuck. And I'm like, hmm. mm -hmm. all right. And then once we moved, it was right when we moved in. And then he said, well, he was in Moldova. I was like, that's Libby's dad. <laughs> so, <laughs> have you had any, have you had any contact with anybody who's been through the same situation as you have with, with the previous tenant, just the previous tenant. Um, and then we have seen on better business bureau and Yelp that there are quite a few people that have reviewed and said, this has happened to them. Um, so I've been kind of digging to see, how or if there's names like anything that I can do to reach out and find them to try to talk to them about it but there was a girl um I think it was on Facebook 
it might have been on one of your one of y'all's posts I'm not sure but mm -hmm. she said that she had known about this that it had happened a lot in Tampa and that they're very known for doing this yeah I actually um a few months ago on one of the podcasts that I listened to just briefly one of the hosts had mentioned that apparently the rumor is is that they allow these homes to go, to go into foreclosure they file bankruptcy and then they transfer the business into one of the other siblings was names. it was that 90 day gaze it was it was cray cray but okay. they yeah 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 <laughs> yeah because i talked to matt and jake so they oh they know a little bit <laughs> okay perfect i love matt and jake <laughs> yeah um so it seemed and you know i heard that rumor i tried to look up you know legal issues and all i could come up with was their mug shots for duis <laughs> and failure to pay child support so it's like uh huh maybe i don't know maybe a disgruntled former tenant or something spreading mm -hmm. some rumors and then all of a sudden this really blew up and yeah. it's really coming to light that they're they have the I think we've counted between Chuck, Charles, Daniel, Megan, Becky, Jen, Libby, and Andre. There's over 20 different businesses that are all within real estate, and most of them are LLCs. And if you look at the dates, it goes like one of the businesses is inactive, and then right after that, different name. Wow. it's active and they'll do like a very simple change like the one like this is now cdc but previous they had i think it was cfc mm -hmm. so think, they just do you think maybe he's just switching off kids names just to do. change it up with different yep. social security different yep. llc yeah and, you, and um it's i think it's sunbiz um for the state of florida you can search by names and you can see like all the different LLCs that they have. It's wow. a, it's either Charles or one of the kids, and then it switches again. And there's there's a lot of them. <laughs> Red flags for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something so, I I would have looked at prior to any of this, but I didn't know. Nobody yeah. does that, you no. know. So we don't no. blame you at all. I don't go into a place ahead of time look, searching for the owner's first and last <laughs> name and criminal right. charges. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now we all learned. Yeah. yeah. For sure. What? Um. So you you've been advised to stay put, right? Just kind of okay. So that's your plan right now. Um. With the bite marks can. on the blinds and everything, <laughs> that is like a scary movie situation it was very scary when we first moved in like there's yeah. probably four sets of blinds that have bite marks and then we were like okay maybe it was a little kid like you know their home running around there most of them are up pretty high like taller than me i'm i'm short i'm only five two but yeah they're up there <laughs> yeah i would have to stand on my tippy toes did you and check in the backyard just to make sure there aren't any bodies buried back there you're right. <laughs> We did. There's a shed. Yeah. <laughs> ah. There's a shed back there that the previous, I'm not sure if it was a previous tenant or previous, previous, like there's been quite a few in here. Um, they used it as like their little drug cave. We found a lot of different things in there, uh, yeah. but 
like we walked out there a few times and like wasn't there wasn't there like an axe or something that was like just like an axe random things that were like sticking up just a little bit out of the dirt and we're like oh no Mm-mm. Oh my God. walked right back inside and on my post I made on a side note a lot of people you know were commenting about how the year 2008 was on that can you talk about what the year 2008 was significant to yeah. so Jason who was the owner who had given this home to them as trustee um that's when he purchased the house so he purchased he got the mortgage in 2008 um, and then I believe in 2016 is when he stopped paying the mortgage and he moved out. Um, and then I want to say it was 2017. It might have been 16. I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to dig a little bit more. Um, but it was 2017 or 2018 that they got named as trustee. And Jason, is he affiliated with the family in any way or was he just Not that I know person? of. Okay. I, I'm not sure there was another lady's name in one of the documents that she was the one that had helped. I don't know if I have it in here um, to name them as trustee, but I'm not sure how any of them know anything or if they just approached them saying, Oh, it's going to foreclosure. Like, I think the amount that they gave for to become, become trustee was like $2,000. And yes. their name is on it because they were the most recent person to be paying the mortgage on the home for so long, right? That's why they're on these legal documents. Yeah. Yep. They're because of them being listed as trustee. So you're saying that uh, Jason had had listed them as trustee and that's the way they took over in 2000? They're definitely related then if that's the case. Cause that's, I'm, that's the like, there was, like I said, there was a lady that and I think she might have just been like an attorney I'm not 100% sure um I'll have to look through and find it and then I'll send y'all a picture of it um but she had done something and they listed him as trustee and then Jason signed off on it so I don't know if she has something to do with it because I noticed when I searched her name that there was a lot of inactive active Mm. licenses so I'm not sure if she's involved maybe she helps them find homes that are in trouble or I just find it hard to believe that somebody would list them as trustee and not not know want not know who they are number one and Mm -hmm. secondly um, wouldn't they want to profit off of selling the house instead of just transferring a trust over to somebody and letting them pay such a small amount for a piece of property right that's Um, I thought that was a little strange too because two thousand dollars and they get a house pretty much doesn't seem right yes because i'm going through uh putting together a trust for my family and in order to do that you have to have um you have to have witnesses involved Mm -hmm. and so it just makes me feel that it is a possibility that this person is related to the family or they all know each other they all know each other they've maybe they've done this before I'm yes sure. I wonder um because you said that y- you are not allowed to go to any of these court proceedings mm-hmm. is that what you said yeah wow they said that you have to be one of the listed people and even though there's an unknown tenant and there's no name you'd have mm-hmm. you have to be named mm-hmm. 
Wow. Okay. I, I wonder, I, being that all of this is coming to light, uh, my gut instinct is that the jig is up and, you yeah. know, because it just baffles me that this seems to have been going on for quite a while. But yeah, so uh, what I was saying was in the state of California, I know, and, and maybe it's different state to state, but you can only file bankruptcy once every 10 years. So to have all these foreclosures and all these bankruptcies, legally, they can only do it so many times. So so what I've noticed is um, the, I'm, I'm not sure that they fully filed for bankruptcy um, with the foreclosures on their names. It's actually not on their name physically. So it's not under Chuck. It's not under Daniel. It's under the business. Oh yeah. And so that's typical of their business. They can change it. So that's typical cover-up situation, whereas yeah. you as a person won't get in trouble because mm -hmm. everything is comes down on the company itself. Especially so the, ent LLC. the entity of the person is completely separate from the company. So right. that's, they're smart in that, in that yeah. sense because yeah. they're protecting themselves and their assets. And then this way, if, if whoever comes after them for their property, they don't have access to any other any of their financial right. things or anything like that at all because they're completely separate. And they all list every single one of their businesses, um, list this one address as their home address. So all of these businesses that they all have are tied to one address in Tampa. Such a wild ride. I have a question for you. Um, so Jalen commented on my post and she said, all bogus info you guys are trying to spread regarding my dad's company. Oh. If you want to spill tea, at least make sure you fact checked. That's all. Carry on with your tea though. And I think it's silly because, you know, we clearly have posted court documents and pictures of their home. I'm just curious. What are your thoughts on that? What do you think of that? They can say whatever they want. I mean, there's, this is just the stack of paperwork I've gotten wow. from court. That's two so, inches thick for people who oh, can't. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. So doing our research, I don't have to. It's right here. Like, I mean, I can dig for more. Absolutely. I'm, I'm sure it'll come up and it's very easy to find. It's, I mean, it's insanely easy to find. They just, I think, are nervous that now people are catching on to what they're actually doing. And I think their silence is speaking really loud. Jalen's the only one that's been speaking out, but Megan, Chuck, these are the people that have I didn't been involved. even know there was a Jalen. <laughs> She's the older sister. She's, um, you know, I mean, we've seen her on TV. She was the one without a child if, when they were all uh, sitting in the pool. Um, and so that was the girl who had commented on it. But it's interesting that the one who's actually on the paperwork, that she's also staying silent. And I think that oh, silence yeah. speaks very loud. It'd be interesting to hear, though, their... I guess rebuttal of it because they feel that even though this is clear documents that they just don't I don't know what's going on. They're not on. doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there eventually will be something that comes out and they're gonna you know fight it tooth and nail which go for it. I mean do what you have to do but it's it's right here. I mean, everything's right here. Stay You're going through so much stress right now with all that. It's, it's ridiculous. So Heather, what is your 
I guess I, I could say a plan of action at this point. Um, you're staying there at the moment because you've been mm -hmm. advised to stay there. You're putting all the funds to, uh, for the rent towards an escrow account. Correct. What is your game plan, I should say, after this? So we're going to keep the money putting to the side. Um, so if and when it comes up that we need to go, if we get to keep that money, then we have something to put down and we're going back to Clearwater. We're done with up here. Um, uh, and then we are hopefully going to be getting some legal advice or, you know, have attorney for something just in case I'd rather, you know, have our backs covered for whatever. Um, if we have to go forward with some sort of legal action, I, we're willing to do it because of everything that we've been through, we don't want them to continue doing it to other people. And it's not because they're famous or on TV, it, mm -hmm. it's morals. Like, you don't right. do that to people. You didn't know who you were renting the house from when you no. rented the house, yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have. <laughs> so obviously you're not planning on staying in that location. You're there no. right now and then you're gonna have yeah, we're going to stay as long as we can. Um, we both have jobs up here. You know, right now, my wife, she is working from home because of Corona. Um, I do go into an office and then I can work from home um, on Saturdays sometimes. Um, so we will have to figure out, you know, our careers. Luckily, with my career, I can move. We have offices in all over the country. Um, so that's another thing that we have to like really look into because it's not just picking up and moving. Like it's our life. Everything is being screwed with right now. Right. That's, that's so horrible. Yeah. And it's not like we just have, I mean, we, in all honesty, we live paycheck to paycheck, we, especially right now. Mm -hmm. And having all of this happen, you know, it's, it scares us even more because they do have a name that, you know, people do know who they are. So if they, you know, attorney up, which they, I have their attorney's name, mm -hmm. we have nothing like, so that's why, you know, we're going to try to see what we can do to get an attorney and whatever we can do to help us because, I don't trust them. I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> so a question for you is if now that you have, and you're having a platform here to just discuss your feelings and your thoughts and, and share with everybody what's going on, if you had an opportunity to say, if somebody from that, uh, from the family was listening, is there something you want to say? Um, just, stop hurting people. Um, you're, you guys have money. You don't, you know, they, they like to say they don't, but they have money. Um, there's many sources online that shows income. Um, and most of us that are renting from them don't come from money. And so we're all the ones struggling from what they're doing because we're giving them, I mean, over a thousand dollars a month 
and they're just pocketing it. And now we're going to get the repercussions of somebody possibly coming to our house and saying, you have to get out. That's very scary. Yeah. The uncertainty. Yeah. Because we don't know. I mean, right now, this, the last letter that we got says the court date's going to be in September. So we know that at least gives us a month, but that could be it. You know, I don't know if they're going to show up that day and say, okay, they're not the owners. You have, you have 24 hours to get out. I mean, we actually are starting to pack our house because we don't know. That's so stressful just to yeah. think that, you know, at any moment you're going to get kicked out of the home that you were renting from. Yeah, it's, it's not fun. I hope that there is a financial recuperation for you guys for what you have paid them. I hope that you can get your security deposit and I'm not like, I'm not going to, I don't want to fight them for money. Honestly, it's not about money. I mean, mm -hmm. I want my security deposit back. We've right. put money into this house and made it livable. Right. I mean, obviously we lived here. We're not going to go after them and say all of these months of rent that we've paid, we want back. We're, mm -hmm. We live here. Like, we're mm -hmm. paying something. Right. But I mean, at least a security deposit, which from what we've seen, it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So. And I mean, I think I had sent you guys the pictures of the house before. So we've definitely, I mean, we've painted every room, we fixed everything, cleaned the floors. I mean, scrubbed hands and knees on the floor, just the yard, which they don't do. It's fine. We don't mind. But even like when we moved in, there was a washer and dryer here. We tried to use it, called them, didn't work. They didn't call me back. Then they texted me back and said, well, we can't, it wasn't necessarily part of the house, part of the rental agreement. So you have to figure that out on your own. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so we had to do that. Yeah. It's, I don't know if you can hear my wife. <laughs> um, it's, it's just the morals of it. You know, we, just we don't want them to keep doing this to people it, it, it's not right it isn't and we thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your story thank and everything that you've been through yeah absolutely really appreciate it thank you for your time absolutely well it's stay cool out there how's the weather are you in hurricane path at all or we're not um, okay but the outskirts of it you're usually mm -hmm. the worst mm -hmm. I mean I've lived here for 20 years so mm -hmm. it, it's nothing hurt you'll okay. not. <laughs> will i survive a hurricane absolutely <laughs> okay you will still be going to walmart trust me okay. <laughs> i mean you oh, yeah you'll need liquor, need liquor. okay well duh. yeah duh. <laughs> well you guys take care and have a good weekend thank you you guys too and thank you again for having us yeah thank you bye 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 bye, bye, -bye. bye, -bye. Oh, 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 o